Welcome back to the Not Your Average podcast where you are empowered from the inside out. So welcome to this week's episode where we will dive into part two of healthy dating habits. Now last week we looked at part one of healthy dating habits so I encourage you to look at the first four things that we discussed um, about how to just level up in this area and I put a caveat to this this is about attracting and retaining a high quality individual so that's if you are a woman um, or a man when dating the opposite sex so it's not about a free-for-all or about quantity it's about quality And I believe that having quality in your life starts with you and the mindset and the things that you choose to implement in your life. So let's dive into part two. Um, The first point for developing healthy dating habits in this section is about being a chooser, not a bystander, not a passive participant, not just someone who's waiting because waiting will for both men and women, really crush your sense of autonomy, um, your sense of proactiveness. And proactive doesn't mean that you chase anybody or that you sort of give off that desperate energy or you're doing it from a place of fear. But when you're choosing, you're not doing it from a place of fear. You're doing it from a place where you know exactly what you want. And so being a chooser means instead of stepping inside the dating realm trying to sort of only react to people who show interest or trying to get chosen by a specific person, um, which I don't recommend because it means that you're putting all your emotional and mental weight on one individual rather than stepping back and evaluating whether they actually fit into what you want, which is much easier to do when you are speaking to and you are getting to know several people. Now, all of these tips that I give um, assume that there's no physical intimacy involved because I believe that that really clouds people's judgment and that actually negates your ability to find and retain quality people in your life. But also, it's a practice of general self-control which you need in all areas of your life and a sense of confidence in knowing that you are making a decision that your future self will be happy about. So in terms of being a chooser, it means that you place a high value on yourself, therefore you're looking for someone who's worthwhile of that. So it doesn't matter whether they've got a six, eight, 12 pack, a whether they're six foot forever and or you know they've got a great smile so I can only speak from the woman's point of view in this case um, as a woman myself and so all of those things will pale into comparison if the values if the mindset if the inclination to grow as an individual if their inclination as I said again speaking from um, a woman's point of view if the inclination to protect and provide and sort of create a vision for the relationship and the life and to work on that together is not there then you have to ask yourself where's the substance and where's the long-term happiness going to be or even just simple decisions like where are you going to live whether you want a nomadic lifestyle whether you want to have children or not whether you want um 
you share the same faith or you share the same mindsets about things, um, your money habits, things like that. So how you will deal with people outside of any kind of interaction that you may have or your relationship if it gets to that. So this is what dating is about. It's about data, gathering data and gathering information. And in order to do that effectively, then you have to have your priorities in mind and the things that are important to you, but also you have to place a higher value on yourself. And that really comes from sort of asking yourself, instead of saying, am I good enough for them? Try asking yourself, is this person good enough for me, my life and my well-being? Because your well-being is going to be determined by, as I touched on in the last episode, this person's going to be your dinner companion, your co-parent, your travel companion, you know, your career advisor, all these things. So is this an individual that's going to be good? And so we, when you are placing a high value in yourself, you already know your strengths and areas of improvement, but you know that overall that you are going to be a general asset to that person's life so why not sort of put into practice and not do yourself a disservice by really putting in place this standard that you are the chooser and for women that can look different you know you can if you're in this situation put yourself in situations where you are going to meet high quality people less likely to have that in a club or a bar and this is not to judge anybody who likes to do those things this is just to say that if you want a certain level of maturity of commitment of lifestyle then go to those places where those people are already living that so if you want um same thing goes for men and i would say the exact same thing for men if they're looking for a quality woman go to places where quality women hang out where you can see people's faces, where you can have conversations, where you can ask them about things that actually mean that you can get your answers to the really basic questions of whether you have common values and beliefs and outlooks pretty quickly without having to do much and without having to look desperate or without having to sit back passively waiting or hoping or wishing that somebody who magically meets your list. It's about being willing to have conversations so if you are out shopping or if you are out running an errand you know you can ask someone to help you with something or you can ask them a question about you know maybe a book they're reading or um, a t-shirt they're trying on maybe not in the middle of them trying it on but you know what you get my gist it's about having that ability to spark conversations and being the one who chooses where you go in life this is about being intentional and i've talked about that in previous episodes be intentional and even if you are a homebody even if you are somebody who considers yourself more introverted it's not about changing your personality it's about saying what do I want in my life and developing the social skills and as I said you're not attached to the outcome it's more about practicing that social skill of being curious um, of being somebody who is able to effectively listen and being able to somebody who who asks good questions all of these skills you're gonna need anyway when you're with someone because 
just because you're with them doesn't mean that you lose that curiosity or you lose that ability to listen well which I think is fundamental or that ability to just be curious about them um we're all growing and that need for curiosity will still be there if you are both committed to growing because you will change and hopefully change for the better so be a chooser that is my first point my second point is live in reality and not fantasy that's right as i touched on at the beginning of this episode you can meet someone who is like i don't know a chris hemsworth lookalike but let's just say and this is no shade to chris hemsworth he seems like a lovely person. But let's just say that when their mouth opens, it's not that great. What you have to do is see the other person uh, as they will do for you for the positives and the not so positives. And instead of projecting your interest in them and turning them into a person that doesn't exist, accept it. Accept it. And when you make up your mind that this person isn't aligning with you, they don't have to have bad character, they don't have to be a horrible person, they don't have to have, they don't even have to have a bad personality, they could be have a great personality. But if fundamental things don't align, live in the reality and not the fantasy. The same goes for, this applies both to men and women because we live in a social media world where everything is documented, where people are filtering themselves to the high heavens, where everyone is putting on what they deem to be the most attractive or the most sort of appealing aspects of themselves. But they're forgetting that what I think we're losing is the nuance of that interaction, the nuance of seeing the person in all of who they are and all their humanity and the reality is you're not going to have all your good days you know everything isn't going to be rosy all the time and that's not to be pessimistic that's just how life is but this is where dating comes in you get to gather the information and see how they respond under pressure maybe when things don't go their way or when they're having transitions and changes in life this is the whole point of that so live in that reality see it as information rather than a situation where you're having to clutch on to this one person and i really encourage you to have an abundance mindset because there are 7.8 billion people as i last read on this planet 4 billion roughly of those are men so i don't think we're running out of people I think that you'll be fine in that and the same thing goes if you are a man listening to this half of those people in this world are women so you're not going to be running out or having a dearth of opportunities so it's important to live in the reality and not the fantasy which is why you have to have a high value of yourself first because if you don't then you will end up holding on to breadcrumbs or holding on to a fantasy because you're more in love with the idea of being in love rather than seeing the person for who they are and actually choosing to love who's in front of you. You wouldn't want somebody creating a mirage of you or settling for you. You want someone to see you for who you are because fundamentally, that's what most human beings want. So you want to be able to have that situation already in your mind, already made up in your mind that I'm going to live in 
what is in the here and now, not in what I've created to suit a narrative or to suit um, my plans. Your plans will still be there, but you need to have somebody who wants to be in those plans, who wants to be a part of that, uh, creating the quality and the type of relationship that you want. So you don't live in a fantasy or that you're not going into parental mode, trying to build somebody up, trying to get them to mature, trying to get them to a stage where they feel ready. No, you have to have that in place, both parties, before you get there because the worst thing is to feel that somebody's trying to change you and then you resent them for it. That's a recipe for disaster. So live in reality and not fantasy. My next point is direct communication. Now, hmm, communication is a big deal. I think this is something that will take lifelong study, but um, this is why we have whole disciplines such as psychology, sociology, obviously communications, but that's usually focused on media communications rather than human uh, interaction. And I think it's important to be direct about your needs, your wants, your expectations, and your boundaries. So we have all sorts of different boundaries. We have physical boundaries, obviously. We have mental boundaries, emotional boundaries. So for example, what you're willing to share uh, in terms of maybe past experiences, mental boundaries, maybe you may not want to share an opinion uh, just yet because you're, you're not sure of the level of trust. You have spiritual boundaries. You have you're not going to be talked into doing something that doesn't uh, align with how your values and beliefs um and you can have boundaries in terms of your lifestyle what you eat what how often you move your body what you watch what you read what you listen to so just being able to sort of communicate that is really important so that the other person has a chance to get to know you and who you are directly you want someone who's going to be in your life for you as a akin to the last point not a fantasy of you and also it teaches you yourself to have healthy relationship skills such as communicating what it is that you need what it is that you want not from a place of resentment or anger which direct communication it will eliminate that if you said hey I really like this but next time let's try this or I I appreciate that this was your intent but it didn't quite come off this way and um I really value this so could we try this next time or could we do this differently or this is making me uncomfortable I know that's not your wish to do so but this is what I would really love or these are my this is what I feel comfortable with and I appreciate the fact that you respect that so don't ask necessarily for permission to have your own boundaries those are your own boundaries those are your own needs those are your own expectations so direct communication is not about talking them into it it's just stating that in a kind way ascribing and assuming the best of them but just staying true to who you are one of the fundamentals i think of a healthy relationship is respect nobody respects someone who's willing to either overrun their own standards and and needs and expectations versus somebody who stands by them and somebody who makes it clear that this is who I am not in a flippant like negative attitude like take me as I am it's not about that it's about saying this is who I am and I'm comfortable with that hence my earlier point about being a chooser because if you put high value on who you are if you know what your parameters are 
And the irony is that people think boundaries are restrictive, but actually boundaries give you freedom. They give you an anchor. They give you a direction in life because you know this is what I don't allow in my life. This is what I do. So you don't you you lessen the mental energy that you use. You lessen the social energy that you may waste trying to convince people to like you or to convince people to your what. You just stop doing that because you are clear on that and you understand that other people have a right to their own choices as well so having direct communication is also informational it gives you an opportunity to see is the other person willing to meet me halfway and also how do they respond when i communicate my needs when i communicate my wants now you may get um negative reaction you may get pushback you may get sort of accusations of like you're just trying to be controlling or you're not open or you're too you know prudish or stiff or whatever ignore that how other people react to what you sort of communicate respectfully that's actually got nothing to do with you that's them revealing where they're at emotionally and mentally in terms of their own maturity and also in terms of their ability to emotionally regulate which is going to be really really important with any human interaction so instead of you also resorting to passive aggressiveness or what we call protest behaviors in the sense that you may give them silent treatment or you may withdraw affection um you know no more holding hands or whatever it's not about you don't want to get into that (laughs) what you want to do is practice holding yourself accountable for being somebody who communicates directly and effectively so that your needs have the opportunity to be met but you first have to believe that you're worthy of having those needs being met and that you're not going to judge yourself or vilify yourself if the other person isn't willing to meet you there you're not going to sort of see think of yourself any less you're going to say great now i have more information as much as it may not have been ideal this is what the whole point of having healthy dating habits is about is developing habits that allow you to make sound decisions because your decisions make up your life and the decision about who you are with is crucial so direct communication a lot of people I would caveat are not taught direct communication they talk suggestions hints you know again passive aggressiveness but we're not here for that you know at not your average we're here to just again not be average that's what the average person do because maybe life and the people they encounter has allowed them to coast by doing that but we don't do that because you if you want high quality a high quality person is not going to be put off by you clearly stating what it is that you want or what makes you happy because especially from a woman's point of view it gives a man an opportunity to make you happy which is what most high quality masculine men want they want to make you happy they want to see you happy and know that they're the source of their actions being contributing to that so let's be people who really understand the dynamics and really value direct communication doing it from a place of kindness and respect um, but from a place of knowing that you are equally as worthy to have your voice heard and that leads me on to my next point really crucial you have to be willing 
to walk away because we're talking about dating here we're not talking about marriage you have to be okay with losing dates or prospects or matches or whatever because you want to retain yourself and so when you spot a pattern or a way of behavior that is not conducive to a healthy relationship you can address that you can just bring that up and if you see that something's not really working out for you mentally emotionally or if you see that there's no sense of you know kind of teamwork because in that sense you actually don't necessarily have to have a deep or developed or known someone for a long time to have to see whether they have that sense of teamwork when it comes to someone that they're interested in because it's about their principles it's about how they will they value um something that's budding and in fact when it's in the early stages it's so fragile it's so um it's still growing it's still one where everyone's trying to impress one another although i always say you should express rather than impress um and so it's important to be able to spot those things and and pay attention and not be afraid to walk away and have that abundance mindset because you have to want to find the healthy thing more than you're willing to settle for just anything i'll say that again you have to want the healthy thing more than the, more than you're willing to settle for just anything because you have to know that you're worth more than just anything and being willing to walk away despite what other people may say to you despite what your family friends social circles may say pressuring you because they feel that you have reached a stage of life where you should have marked certain things off but at the end of the day you are going to be the one who is going to be living with your decisions and when you take 100% responsibility for these decisions especially when something like this is one that you have complete control over in terms of you get to decide who you spend your life with so you get to decide is this worth my mental energy is this person increasing my emotional well-being is this person challenging me in a healthy way to grow and to expand and to you know open my mindset to different things in that aren't immoral or, or illegal that's what i mean by somebody who's you know and i'm by what i mean by that is are they recommending a, a book that will help me if i've mentioned something i want to grow in or something i'm interested in that's somebody who's good for your well-being because they've not only listened but they they're encouraging you to shine and grow even more that is an excellent green flag and so if you're not seeing the green flags if you're looking for the green flags and all you see is a desert then um it's time to walk away the other thing is this is a mental um and an energetic position to have before you even start dating anyone or if you are what we call rotational dating 
have the power to walk away because that will give the energy of non-attachment that will give the energy of and non-attachment does not mean mean being cold playing games um being generally inconsiderate of the other person non-attachment just means that you're not going to vilify or judge yourself or clutch to an outcome if it doesn't go your way so or if it doesn't go the way that you envisioned it to go so that's what non-attachment is and that energy when you bring that energy you're going to be relaxed you're going to be yourself you're going to be someone who will listen not because you're trying to get them to like you but because you're looking out for whether again this person is good for my well-being and when you have that energy of being willing to walk away being willing to let it go then you will ironically <laughs> become more magnetic as an individual and being willing to walk away means also that you're practicing those values within yourself that you're practicing that self-discipline that you're practicing that ability to not create stories in your head about anybody both men and women do it so i know that women get a bad rap for doing this but i really believe guys do as well especially if they meet someone that they're really infatuated with but my point is being willing to walk away is really crucial for your well-being because no one in this world created you the only people who could possibly make a claim to that maybe your parents but they're not the they can't be the source of your happiness either like no human being can be that and i touched on that in last week's episode in part 1 but being willing to walk away means that you give yourself the chance to stop being preoccupied with the wrong person with somebody who's maybe stringing you along breadcrumbing you ghosting you hoovering you um sort of saying things that you want to hear but you you're not really seeing the actions behind it and you're actually leaving yourself open when you do walk away to high quality individuals who will meet you where you are and even be excited about growing and expanding in life. So just to recap the points in this episode. Be a chooser. Don't wait around. Don't sit around and think oh gosh, you know. Be a chooser. Don't be passive. But you know, I always say, you know, we're not desperate here. But be someone who's willing to just have conversations. Just have conversations and listen and put a higher value on yourself and wait for someone who's worthwhile um live in reality that's my next point not fantasy doesn't matter how on the surface they may be great they may even be a lovely person but if your fundamentals in terms of values and principles and vision for life don't line up you don't want to end give you yourself a recipe for disaster you don't want to waste your time you know when you waste your heart as well in a situation that probably won't end up working out because those are the core things that really really hold people together in an enriching relationship. Next point is direct communication. That's right. You got to speak up and it doesn't have to be with you know any negative attitudes or anything that you know fearful. Just do it from a place of yeah this is great this is what i like this is what i don't like this is it it is what it is and you also inadvertently can also give the other person permission to grow in their communication skills so that they tell you what they want 
and then you have also the ability to get to know them better and build genuine intimacy rather than that's something that's surface. And my last point is having the power to walk away. You have to have a desire to find the right relationship and it has to be greater than your desperation to just keep any relationship or because you're not seeing any other prospects or because sometimes even when the fundamentals do align you may think oh this is the only person who's showing me interest have more faith and i know i touched on the fundamentals and habits in this but it doesn't go without saying that i'm assuming with all of this that you're taking care of yourself in general your mental physical health and your emotional health as well as doing all of these because that will be the foundation for helping you build these habits and keep them as habits keep them as practices so they become second nature to you um, in this crazy crazy world (laughs) that we live in i hope that helped you thank you so much for listening share with those in your world who are either on their dating journey maybe getting into a serious relationship or even anyone who you think may find these tips useful for any area of your life but particularly for their relationships and i'll see you on the next episode bye